Welcome to the Emergency Management Network Podcast. Emergency Management's trusted voice, sponsored by Titan HST. When I was thinking about resilient leaders, Teddy Roosevelt was the first to come to mind. It is not his bravado that interests me. It was, for all the intents and purposes, he shouldn't even have made his way to local politics, let alone rise to the President of the United States. TR was the first modern president, but he fought his own personal demons and had tragedies. He always has proven himself, not to others, but to himself. And he became the most beloved and hated personality in the world. And today, TR is still studied, written about, and in some cases revered, despite his flaws, and in some ways, because of them. Teddy Roosevelt was born into a wealthy family in New York City on October 27, 1858. His father, Theodore Roosevelt Sr., was a glass importer and one of New York City's leading philanthropists. And his mother, Martha Bullock Roosevelt, came from a very prominent family in Georgia. And Roosevelt had an older sister, Anna, and a younger brother, Elliot. Despite his privileged upbringing, Roosevelt's childhood was marked by tragedy and illness. His father died of stomach cancer, leaving his mother to raise him and his siblings on her own. Roosevelt's mother was a loving and supportive parent, but she struggled with depression and was often bedbound. Roosevelt himself struggled with health problems throughout his childhood and he was a very sickly child, suffering from asthma and other respiratory illnesses. He was also prone to recurrent fevers and was often confined to bed for long periods of time. And despite these challenges, Roosevelt was determined to overcome his physical limitations and led a normal active life. And he became exercising and practicing in deep breathing techniques, which really helped him improve his lung capacity and strengthened his body. You know, the story goes that as a young man, Theodore Roosevelt was approaching puberty and still frail, puny, and nearsighted. And his father, and apparently a very robust man, said to him, Theodore, you have the mind, but you do not have the body. You must make your body accordingly. He transformed an upstairs room into a mid-19th century gymnasium, complete with assorted weights and barbells and punching bags. And he learned boxing, and he actually had a 19th century personal trainer to instruct. So thus, Teddy Roosevelt, the one we know today, has embraced a strenuous life, and he literally shaped himself up. Roosevelt's mother, on the other hand, recognized his love for reading and encouraged his intellectual curiosity, and she hired tutors to teach him at home and provided him with a wide range of books to read and very different topics uh, and traveled and studied as well. Roosevelt became an avid reader and was especially interested in history and adventure stories, and he, was, he excelled in academics and was a top student at his prep school, the Groton School. You know, despite the challenges that he faced, Roosevelt's childhood was happy and really fulfilling one. He was surrounded by a loving family and had the opportunity to pursue his passions and interests. And his mother's influence was particularly important as she provided him with the support and encouragement he needed to overcome his physical 
limitations and succeed in life. And Roosevelt's childhood experiences would shape his character and inspire him to become the man that he would later become, the man of incredible resilience and determination. See, Thiers' resolve was tested on February 14, 1884, when receiving the devastating news that both his wife and his mother had died on the same day. Roosevelt had married his first wife, Alice Hathaway Lee, in 1880, and the couple had a baby girl, Alice, in 1884. However, just a few days after Alice's birth, Roosevelt's wife fell ill with kidney failure, and she died. Just hours after Roosevelt's wife died, his mother, Martha Bullock Roosevelt, also passed away, and she had been suffering from fever and other health issues uh, for declining for some time. And Roosevelt was heartbroken by the loss of his mother, who had always been just a constant source of support and encouragement for him. You know, the double loss was very devastating and a very devastating blow to him. And he was only 25 years old, came from the Albany area because he was an assembly member and, you know, overwhelmed with grief, he couldn't go back. And so he came to terms with his wife's loss and his mother on the same day. And then, of course, with his father dying when he was 19, it just really left him kind of alone and adrift. So despite his grief, Roosevelt refused to let the loss of his wife and his mother define him. And he threw himself really into his work with writing and focusing on his career, but leaving his young daughter in the care of his sister. And Roosevelt turned to the outdoor activities like hunting and hiking to help really him cope with his grief. And some historians believe that Teddy Roosevelt really suffered from depression and possibly bipolar. And he was in his lows of life, would take off to the woods for months at a time. The double loss of Teddy Roosevelt's wife and mother on the same day was a devastating and life-changing event for him. So Roosevelt's resilience and determination helped him really overcome his grief and move forward with his life. And he remained committed to his family and to his work and his passions and his enduring spirit helped him emerge from tragedy even stronger than before. But to escape the thoughts of his wife, Roosevelt decided to move west and start a new chapter in his life. He moved to Montana, where he made the decision to purchase a ranch in the Badlands of North Dakota, which he named the Elkhorn Ranch. He became a lawman and hunted down wanted men and spent weeks out in the wilderness. And Roosevelt had always been an avid outdoorsman, and he always was drawn to the rugged and beauty of the Badlands. You know, Roosevelt also found time to pursue many interests in the West. He was like I said, an avid hunter and spent many hours hunting big game, including bison and elk and bear. And Roosevelt was also enjoyed fishing and spent countless hours in the rivers of Montana and North Dakota in the pursuit of cast his line for the perfect catch. TR was an amateur wildlife biologist. In his early years, when he was sick as a child, he learned taxidermy and had a collection of birds and rodents in his New York City home. So much so that the servants in his home refused to enter his room because of all the dead animals. TR even opened his own natural history museum when he was just eight years old. And this still skill played an important part of his journey in the Badlands 
In addition to enjoying the outdoors, T.R. cataloged birds and other species of animals that he found, and he noticed that the Badlands was dying. And it was here that Roosevelt became a true conservationist. In addition to his long hunting trips, he took an active role in managing the ranch. And T.R. worked closely with his cowboys and his friends, learning all the aspects of ranching and helping to see, oversee the day-to-day activities and the operations of Elkhorn Ranch. And Roosevelt was a hands-on owner, and he was known for his strong work ethic and his dedication to his ranching operation. But despite his love for ranching, Roosevelt also found time to pursue other interests in the West. He was an avid hunter and spent many hours hunting that big game. You know, Roosevelt also was a great horseman and actually had his friends from the East come and learn um, on horseback riding. And this kind of plays later on into his time as, the, as a volunteer. Because of this time in Montana, he committed to conservation and was a strong advocate for protecting the beauty in the region and worked tirelessly to preserve the wilderness and the badlands. And Roosevelt established the Elkhorn Ranch as a wildlife sanctuary and it became a popular destination for bird watchers and nature enthusiasts. In addition to his conservation efforts, Roosevelt also became involved in local politics in Montana, and he was a vocal supporter of the progressive movement and worked to really promote reform and improve lives of ordinary people in the state. Roosevelt's influence and leadership were widely recognized in Montana and the Dakotas, and he became beloved and respected figure in the community. Overall, Teddy Roosevelt's time in, in Montana and the Dakotas is a significant and formative period of his life and it proved to himself that he was resilient and could move on from the troubles that he left in New York. And he ended up losing most of his cattle and was financially bad for him. However, he developed a deep love for the outdoors and the wilderness and his ranching and conservation efforts in the state helped shape his legacy as a champion of the environment. Roosevelt's time in the West also allowed him to reconnect with his roots and rediscover his passions for adventure and exploration. When T.R. returned to New York to take on the political machines and to get involved in his other passions, public service. It is leaders like Teddy Roosevelt that really inspire me and really moved me forward in my thinking when it comes to what resiliency truly is. He was a guy who was pretty much self-made. And it's people like him that still inspire us to do good work in public ways. Now, he's a flawed individual, as we all are. Some people still despise him for some of his thoughts. But at the end, Teddy Roosevelt is really a true pioneer in the American spirit and resiliency. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And well, if you aren't really a subscriber yet, please go to the Emergency Manager Network, subscribe to our newsletter, and always subscribe to the podcast. If you can, please give me five stars here and a great review. I really would appreciate it. Until next time, stay safe and stay hydrated.